0: Hi, readers. Welcome to the Pop Culture Audit, where we review reality TV and talk about all things pop culture through a contemporary and critical lens. So what exactly is a pop culture audit? Easy. We take a deep dive of pop culture source material, in this case, it's Summer House Martha's Vineyard, comb through it, highlighting some cringy and historic moments in pop culture discourse. If you're into that, you're in the right place. If not, you're still in the right place. You just might learn something. I'm your host, Keila.
1: This is Jasmine.
2: I wondered if Jasmine was here. <laughs>
1: Woo! I was reading my notes. Really? that's Three Girls right.
2: in the house. This is Bryn and we're going to jump right in because once again, my friends, we are in the densest of content in this program. <laughs> like when I tell you they could have filmed this show and made a whole season 10 years ago of something for this one episode. Like, a wild amount of content. So this is Summer House Martha's Vineyard, season one, episode three. The title is House Divided. So I am going to recap some of the salient moments from this episode. Um, <laughs> y'all feel free to gasp, you know, laugh along, be in on the ride with us. Um, and then we're going to get to our thoughts and feelings about it. Okay, so you have to remember when we left off at the house in the last episode, drunk Phil was trying to talk nonsense to Nick, Amir, and Alex. And like then it was like, to be continued. And now we are continued. We're like right back in it, right? So Preston's breaking up the fight with Amir. And, oh wait, Preston's breaking up the fight while Amir just keeps saying, respect the house, respect the house, respect the house over and over again. Uh, and then Amir says straight to camera that he is triggered by bullies because he was bullied as a kid. So that's really sad. And then Amir also points out that in the last five minutes, Phil has said or done something shitty to every person in the room. And he is absolutely correct. It's like a, a complete laundry list of the ways that he has been <laughs> incredibly rude to every person there. Um. I, I, sidebar and we can come back to this amir is doing all of this and like talking in this chair with his hand with his hand down the top of his pants did you guys notice that i know. yeah I, didn't was, notice I, so I don't know what emphasis. that was about i like paused I and mean. went back and then we can come back to it yeah. um immediately preston and alex both start saying i'm done i'm done i'm done i'm done if he doesn't go i'm gone And wow, like we get there fast. There is no beat or second or breath. It is like this fight happens and now they're like, he's got to go immediately. Everyone says he's got to go. And I'll also say – Super fast. Super fast. And it has like – I go back to what I said last week. These folks, it is late. These people are drunk. And now they're like vibing off each other, right? You can just tell that they are like Mm -hmm. vibing. And like that's not helpful. Um. Don't worry, though, because Jasmine's here. She shows up on the scene to say absolutely nothing but black <laughs> affirmation <laughs> tweets. So she stands in the living room and says to each person there, not affirmation, tweet. <laughs> affirmation tweets.
1: I appreciate
2: uh, you, black man. I appreciate uh, you, black man. I appreciate okay. you, black man. I, I have to tell you guys, I paused the show at this moment when I was doing this so I could write this note right here. And where I paused it, you could individually see the faces of these black men when I pause, and they are so mad and annoyed with her.
1: <laughs> they all look <laughs> disgusted. Nearing my face
2: watching her. Ugh, yeah. I girl. wish you – yeah. If it wasn't too horrible and rude, you would want to make a meme out of it because it was so embarrassing. Um. Jordan decides that she doesn't want Phil to leave because she kind of likes his vibe and, you know, so she thinks maybe she can, like, smooth this over. So she goes to try and talk to him and find, like, some angle that makes him make sense. And she has a very hard time doing that because what he is talking about, which was Nick stealing his room and then so he's shit in his toilet, does not make any sense. <laughs> Shanice joins the convo and also both Jordan and Shanice are in bikinis, if that makes difference to anyone. And everyone is way too drunk to be talking again. Like, everyone's goofy. And Jordan is getting frustrated because she's like trying to have an actual conversation. And Phil is just like being drunk and bantery. And also, you can just sort of tell he's that he's holding Phil, a like, bottle. Which yeah. And you, can't meet alone. He, he, <laughs> yeah. He clearly thinks he's like really cute for the cameras, right? Like, you can just see that he's gotten into this being on camera thing and he's performing. And uh, they're
1: all at five seconds.
2: Literally. <laughs> just walked in. <laughs>
0: Well, it's actually been like six
2: hours. He's been like, wasted since late, before he got y'all. there.
1: Lord. Yikes.
2: So in one of the worst ideas of all times, Silas says, we got to call a house meeting. Terrible idea. At so four, he and jo- yeah. four, Terrible. Everyone go to bed, <laughs> talk about it in the idea. morning. Worst Don't. idea. The horrible idea. Everyone's on board. For the first time in this fucking house, everyone's on board. <laughs> and Jordan says, ladies, we need to have a meeting. Everyone's like really into this. Phil says, you mean gentlemen. And then Jordan says, you don't get that title. You get the title of a motherfucker sitting on a couch. <laughs> Phil says, are you mad because I shit in Nick's toilet? I will shit in yours next and then i put in all caps someone tell silas there should not be a house meeting right now this is not the moment <laughs>
0: <laughs> silas dug so deep for his facilitation skills oh my I'm god sorry, jordan continue, says continue. yeah jordan
2: says do it it's upstairs bitch and then starts to walk away yelling i will watch you bitch what the fuck is happening okay wait then she is screaming and getting into his face i'm telling you i'm reading my notes right now and i have forgot that this part happened um this whole thing <laughs> Getting into Phil's face, and now all of a sudden there are giant ass security guards with masks and earpieces. Like the fourth wall is shattered. We now see the whole production crew. What is happening? Uh, then the subtitles nonsense. say, "Oh, completely unnecessary." It's the middle of the night, and now security is here. Um, but the subtitles tell us that the giant men are producers, and we love to see it. Okay, there's not enough men producing in reality TV, so go. Uh, Now the gang is all around the pool table Phil is not allowed to be there Like The producers and security are telling him He has to stay in the kitchen (laughs) So he's in the kitchen Everybody else is around the pool table Silas has a Nerf football And he says people can only talk When they have the Nerf football Nick says And Uh. Nick sounds so tired He says can I just interject (laughs) We're adults We don't need that and I'm telling you, Silas and Jasmine cannot win with this group. No one will let them do what they want to do.
1: They're both equally annoying. Also, That's why.
2: They're so annoying. <laughs> Don't you get the sense that they really want this to go well so they can parlay it into some sort of like couples vacation club? Yes. Or something where they yes. Make, like, weird <laughs> yeah, they money. Do. And you're like, they friends, they it's do. not for you. Yes, it's they not do. For you. Okay, so wait. So Phil is in time out in the kitchen. Mariah comes in from the guest house, and I don't think she knows what's going on at this point. I was I don't think they stressed. invited her. Nope. Okay. Nope, she I'm wasn't sad. in the meeting. Her and
1: Phil are just hanging out in the kitchen. Yeah. chopping
2: it up. They are just in the kitchen being outcasts together. Everyone's mad. So in the meeting room, Silas says, all in favor of Phil leaving, raise your hand. And everyone raises their hands. I think Alex raises both his hands. Uh <laughs> Then Silas is like, all opposed, raised your hand. And that is dumb because they just all raised their hands for being in favor. So that was really an unnecessary step. Jasmine says, whoever invited Phil needs to go have a conversation with Phil and tell him, which seems super shitty. And Bria says, no. Bria is. I laughed. I laughed so, oh. I laughed so hard. <laughs> nope. And that's not because she won't do it. She is still, Bria, we find out, is still very in her feelings about Mariah. And she doesn't think they should be having all of this about Phil, but not about Mariah. She said, if you put your hands on someone, it's a problem, and she needs to leave. It doesn't, I didn't quite get the sense that, like, the group was as enthusiastic about this one. But again, we've gotten into this, like, groupthink place. And, like, the they would have voted all of them out if they had kept going. Like, the (laughs) flies. listen. This is how this is how fascism starts, y'all. Oh, so Silas man. is still like holding court, and he says very seriously, Bria has claimed Mariah assaulted her. And now Jordan <laughs> has the talking football. <laughs> she repeats her statement from earlier in the evening. Okay, also Jordan is consistent, like I said, about being good with Mariah, but what Mariah did was out of line. So Jordan's always said that, right? She throws the talking football to the side. Silas says, I want to make a recommendation that we draw the line that if you physically assault another house member, you have to leave. So Mariah has to leave. And people are like kind of nodding. But again, like we are not getting the same energy we were getting about Phil. I'm stressed. They seem stressed. This is all stressful. Jasmine says, with with as much drama as possible, I will have a conversation with Mariah about why she is no longer a <laughs> member of this vacation home. <laughs> that <is a> <laughs> <laughs> I laughed I then and it's
1: funny now. I a member screamed.
0: and it's funny now, still. Wow. A member of this vacation. Okay.
2: Yes. Kicked out of the two-week timeshare. So
1: funny. So <laughs> then the meeting is
2: adjourned. My jaws on the floor. I don't we were on a to be continued, and now two people have been voted off the island. This is not even a competition. Can we just remind the readers of this? This is not a, a situation in which people are supposed to be getting voted out. This is They've friends just, on
0: vacation, allegedly. It's friends on vacation. Could you? Uh, Nick goes upstairs
2: and flushes his toilet. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably 4.30 a.m. I mean, it's been, I think it's been there for seven hours. <laughs> they no. all scramble upstairs. Yeah, it's so gross. They all yeah, go upstairs oh so they don't have to be there when these people are told they have to leave. And also, like, can't they tell them tomorrow? Like, do we have to do this right now? They're it like, is Bill, you're late. They're like, Phil, you Yeah, that's, that's true.
0: It's so funny, though, that, like, 5 a.m., he's still drunk and has to Uber back to the city. It's so funny to
2: me. They said, God. "Um, okay, bye. Yeah, time now. <laughs> so Bria, so Bria, Bria's on the couch. She called Phil's over. And Bria says very bluntly, I don't know what you did, but you got to go home. And he does not take this well. He says, actually, it's Bria's fault because she was supposed to leave a note and there was no note left. The producer, like, like what you just <laughs> said, producers and security are like ready to go. Like, here's your car. It's here. It's waiting. It's warm. Bye, Phil. And um, <laughs> we do get a timestamp at that point. It's 2.20 in the morning. 2.20. Oh, my God. Yeah uh so bria goes to bed her work is done she's finished it and uh, yeah i do appreciate bria just saying you have to leave bye i did laugh because it was so direct and so, so direct like, emotion yeah i was i was
1: wondering yep. i thought she was gonna like you know be like well you know what you did wasn't right she just went straight to it like i'm trying to go to bed this is what it is
2: so bria goes to bed her work is done she was direct Jasmine is a mess because now she has to go talk to Mariah, which she literally doesn't, but she's going to. She does not do what I would call a great job of talking with Horrible Mariah. Horrible job. Horrible. job She no. basically says, everyone else says, everyone else saw, and now I am in such an uncomfortable spot, but also you should probably have to leave because it is actually best for you. Every single piece that is terrible. was.
1: It was Ooh, is this your okay. friend or not?
2: Oof. period and mariah's period. just like mariah's also like handles this shit like a champ she's like okay she because does. like how much can you actually like absorb of all of this at this point so that conversation happens now people are still walking around upstairs getting ready for bed shanice is looking for a mirror she says oh i want to fuck him like i had to rewind <laughs> that because i'm like sorry say what <laughs> she say that oh my
1: gosh
2: yeah and oh, then she goes. She gets in the shower. Amir knocks on the bathroom door, and she says, "Come in." But he doesn't because, obviously. So she comes out in her underwear, boobies out, and has this whole phony ass conversation. Like, "Oh, did you need to come in? Oh my god, I'm sorry. Oh, if you need to. Oh, this is so awkward. Like the fakest with Preston. You were so uncomfortable. Right. Did it you was see so Preston's so face? Weird. Preston oh, is dying on yes. Yeah, it was, it was so, so weird, bad, so uncomfortable. Amir is not at all biting. Like he still likes Jordan and he's not interested in whatever this is that's happening, um, which I did think was at the time kind of weird where I'm like, he's not even going to like consider it because he's like hard pass. Thanks, uh, which we'll get to the next morning. It's morning time. Amir goes to see how Mariah is doing, gives her a big hug. She starts crying. Jasmine goes to see Mariah and now Jasmine is crying or somebody's crying. They're all crying. Um, and I just have to be like, did any of you all wake up and be like, Oh, that was maybe too much. What we did last night. Like
1: everyone's standing in their decisions the next day.
2: We sure are Ten toes down. Yep. They sure are. This is what we did. Uh, meanwhile, Shanice and Bria call Phil on speaker phone and try to get him to apologize to everyone. And Phil does not want to apologize. <laughs> So he declines. Mm. He's also mm. probably still fucking drunk.
1: Definitely drunk for 100%. sure. And
2: then he hung up on her, which a- I was like, oh, and okay. He's not interested yeah. in having a cutesy conversation with them about this. Um, his influencer dreams have been ripped from him. <laughs> <laughs> so now, just to clarify for the group, uh, Phil and Mariah have been kicked out, which happened really okay. fast. <laughs> But life in the summer house must go on. Today is a field day. They all seem to know about it. I missed it somehow, but they are going to do a field day. And Shanice is already drinking. Okay, this, my notes literally say, wait, 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 what? That's what my notes say. Okay, (laughs) let me tell you why. A group of them are in the kitchen. Amir walks by without a shirt on, carrying a ladder. And Jasmine says, we always see Amir doing the most random things. And like, uh, you know, carrying a ladder or doing this. And then Amir says, oh, like putting the clean laundry in with the dog toys. Mm.
0: (laughs) Gross, gross.
2: The girls all lose their mind. I'm losing my mind. Like, wait, are you fucking saying what we think you're saying? And Amir says, I tried to tell them while they were fighting and they show a Mm. flashback and I mean, did he try? He did not try. He
1: literally raised one finger, a
2: hand up. He raised a finger while while Mariah and Bria are going at each other about this dog Mm. shit. I felt like the
1: music should have been like dun dun dun, like you're the one. Absolutely, you know.
2: I I kept waiting for them to like vote him. Like somebody call Mariah, tell Bria. Nope, they all think it's pretty funny and move on Corn ball that's behavior. what happened. Corn they all were behavior. like that's hilarious let's go to our field day i am blown no. away by this Ugh. moment yeah. what the fuck Ugh. are you Me talking too. about
0: you it's let like these that's women girl what jasmine that's your girl who got sent
1: home
2: i, I wow. know i was
1: really sad about it i started to send her a note on insta
2: Instagram. oh good we had to talk to you about Wait, that good. Actually. we really yeah, should we want you to <laughs> um, okay. They keep getting ready for field day. Alex goes to meditate and he tells us how he's been meditating for three years. He's much more grown. And then <laughs> as they're leaving the house, I don't know why everyone likes, wants to start shit as they're about to walk out the door. I know. Alex says oh, to the Shanice, <laughs> he says to Shanice, last night, the personal space, that's what I'm watching with you, Shanice. Like out of nowhere. And then she acts like he has – she has no idea what he's talking about. The cameras flash back to the, the night before and, like, they were sitting next to each other at the restaurant table and he she kind of keeps, like, grabbing his hand while he's talking um, or, like, grabbing his uh, his shoulder, which I would – to me, that would be, like, flirty-ish, right? Like,
0: yeah, they're having yeah. a That's what I thought, too. animated and she's flirting
2: that. in a way that clearly he's not into – Uh, And at the time, even while in the flashback, you can see him saying space, space, space. Like he's not into it. And he makes it clear at the time. So all good. Uh, And then he goes on to say, Shanice is technically my type. I'm hesitant to get to know her because of what I've heard about her. (laughs) And the producer is like, what? Tell me. And Alex won't tell. He says, I've heard things. I've seen things about Shanice. I don't feel like that's my business. And I'm like, "Uh, it needs to be my business. What are you talking about? We'll come back to this. You
1: know I went looking for whatever Ooh. he was talking about.
2: There's plenty to find. Shanice is shocked by this, and she's like, wow, is he scared of me? I'm not going to hurt you, Alex. I promise. And I'm like, that is frightening. Like, and it, I've seen enough Dateline or like weird movies to be like, I'm not going to hurt you. I promise. Not a good line. Not a good line. Uh, There's a girl car and a boy car. Hello, gender norms. Going to the field day. And in the girl car, Shanice is in her feelings. Oh, yeah. But still, still in the boy car. Um, And going to the, uh, in her feelings about Alex's comment. And in the boy car, they're talking about Shanice. And Amir says, I saw Shanice's boobs, which is 100% true. Nick says that he doesn't like Jordan like that.
1: Yeah, Right. Right. And now
2: the producers are hinting that Nick has a secret. So the producers know all these things and they're not telling us all the things. Uh, I feel like we deserve to know more. Uh, Quick question for the group. What does cap mean? Does it mean lies? Does it mean untrue? If something is cap?
1: Yeah. Cap is kind of like, like, yeah, it means like that you're not telling the truth. Like you're putting on like. Okay. You know, yeah. like if you're like, I would never do that. like cap, like, yeah, right. Like, kind of like, yeah, right. You definitely would do that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or like, you're just putting on. Got it.
2: Got it.
0: I was. I meant to say the men in this car are everyone but Preston. Preston's oh, in the girl car. Is he
2: in the girl car? Which is,
0: yes. Which is why oh. I think this conversation oh. derailed in the way that it did. Wow. Mm, you're right. I did not know Because notice. Preston has called Nick out for his mess. Because that is a bold face
1: lie. I also wonder what Preston would have said because he was there when Amir was like, it's our boobs. Like, what What would he have said? The way
0: Amir said that was messy. I know. Anyway, I bread. thought that was
1: very juvenile. Okay, continue, It was very friend. distasteful.
2: but Yeah, um, I agree. It was. That's it was very, man. very immature. All right, so they get to the beach for field day, so it's technically a beach day, just to be clear. And Jasmine <laughs> shares the black history of the beach, and Amir comments that he isn't used to hearing actual black history because textbooks in his textbooks, the history is so basic. Uh, they pick teams for field day. Jasmine is picked last because she's a villain. Uh, during the games, Shanice makes several comments to Alex about personal space. Like Shanice is like antagonizing Alex about this personal space comment, which is, she is. strange to me, like why you're being so aggressive about this. The teams tie uh amir goes for an awkward stroll with jordan and he tries to convince her to get into the water which she clearly has no intention of doing because she's wearing sneakers and then oh <laughs> keila i thought of you so much she says my feet would tore because she goes no it is how you and say he it. says it's not and then i'm like wow well this i'm, I'm and she said that's what my
1: mom told me and i'm like my grandmother told me that too
2: Yep. And how are you going to tell someone their grandma's wrong? You just have to say, "Mm." I didn't know. Yep. You just be quiet. (laughs) You sit quietly. Uh, (laughs) Shanice pulls Alex aside to talk to him. She asks him what was up with the personal space thing. Shanice seems drunk and like a little bit manic and I fucking hate it. Like again, now I'm just in my head (laughs) that I don't know that she should be on the show. And oh. the mania, like, uh, she's shining real bright in these moments, and it's she was a little, real weird, yeah. yeah, really.
1: Oh, she I didn't get that vibe. Chasmid. It was it, weird. The grin People had
0: to segue the conversation. Bri mm-hmm. goes, Alex, Shanice wants to talk to
1: you because Shanice was. Well, I felt like, like she was just nervous. No. I think what the deal is no. with Shanice Manic. is like. She's a pretty girl who's a guy is like acting weird around her and she's used to being flirty, like you said, Bren. And he's like, personal space, personal space. So she probably feels awkward about it.
2: Mm, we're mm. going to come back to this. I think <laughs> y'all in are there.
1: both like, mm, mm, no. I'm about no. to diagnose
2: this whole lady. Oh, um, okay. So Alex listens to her ramble and then he just says, Got it. <laughs> and now Alex is telling the producer, Okay, well, last night an article about Shanice was sent to me. And then the headlines start popping on screen. Finally, I'm getting some fucking answers. And the headlines are all like (laughs) crazy, stalking. She's stalking her ex-boyfriend. Like Basically, all these headlines accusing Shanice of being a stalker of her ex. Uh, And then so the producer asks Shanice, what's the situation with your ex? And Shanice looks uncomfortable, doesn't answer. And now they're all commenting on the story and saying that was a toxic relationship. This ex-boyfriend that released this story was an actor. He's making shit up. She is not that person. And then Shanice is like, well, I did do. I did do some of it. I did call him a bunch of times. (laughs) (laughs) They are all trying to cover for her. And she's like, yeah, I did do that part. Uh, She says he tried to press charges, but they wouldn't give him a restraining order because he was still texting me. That's like. That, yeah, is to stop. that is a technicality. That is a technicality. That is not a point to be scored, my dude. Yeah. Woo. So Alex is just trying to get her to stop talking to him. And then lucky for him, <laughs> this whole ass flock of geese come geesing over and land on the water. It's and terrifying. the gang is like, no, it's like the, the toad in the hot tub. They're out of there. Field day. It's over. Oh, they go back to the house. They make a nice dinner. The dinner looks very good to me. I'm not going to mention the mac and cheese. It was in my notes and I deleted it. We'll come back to it. It's part oh, of we're the We're definitely dinner.
1: mentioning okay. the mac and
2: cheese. Okay. Um, they talk about having a girl's night out. Maybe they have a girl's night out, a boy's night out, and it's kind of like a fun thing. It starts off really fun just like everything does when we're drinking, and then it gets serious all of a sudden, and it's like, why are we all shocked that we're having this fucking conversation again? Because Jasmine says, I can get free drinks if we go out. And Silas says, no. And all the girls look shocked and disappointed. And Jasmine says, why? (laughs) And Silas shakes his head and says, if you accept a free drink, the wrong guys take it as an invitation. Then Shanice just keeps running her mouth too much. And now they're telling stories about when they worked together, got too drunk, and passed out. And apparently this is how they both got fired from the Playboy Club. So I'm also like, "Mm, that's like. But then Jasmine didn't
0: confirm she got fired. She was like, I was able to sleep it off and stay, but Shanice got sent home. The, whole, the
1: story is not make sense. Then Shanice says, "We got, I got fired, or no, we got fired." Yeah, right.
2: it was like, oh, okay. Like, especially when your whole like the way you all know each other is from the Playboy Club, which also leads me to believe that that is severely embellished, right? Like, maybe they all worked at the Playboy Club for like a weekend or something. Like, right? You know, because this story does not hold water. Anyway. It's starting to get messy. They go to bed. Now, some people are staying up late just to talk shit about Silas. Uh, Preston says, like, Preston's like, Silas has always been this way. (laughs) Like, nothing has changed. This is who he is. There you go. And Jasmine has changed, and everyone agrees Jasmine's changed. And it literally sounds like Jasmine just does not actually want to be married, which is why she's trying so fucking hard to pretend like being married oh, is the best made thing in the world. perfect sense
1: to me after oh. this. I agree. Yeah.
2: Completely yeah. agree. Oh, all like falls that. into place. This per- she, she is not at a place one. in yep. her life where she is ready to be or wants to be at married. Oh all. No. Her wow. life is in a different place, and here she is. Um, And then Nick jumps into the convo and says he has a girlfriend in New York, which is – Surprising to everyone because they all have DM receipts from him. So everyone is surprised. Shanice says she got a DM from Nick saying he wanted to marry her. And remember, friends, that the bar is in hell for some of these people. (laughs) (laughs) Then this episode ends with like awkwardness around this. That's it. It's this weird night. uh, And I guess they're going to go to bed. But at least it's not to be continued. But that's the end of the episode. (sighs)
0: <sighs> Y'all, let's get into it because the way this I don't know. Bravo said, let's go to work. Let's put our editors to work because so much happened this episode. Um, may I start with my my little audit? Please, please do. do. Please do. Okay. I'm gonna start with something that I don't really have a name for yet, but it's like feminized politics. There were a couple lines. So I I, but I don't want to say pretty privilege because I think it just in first. Somebody said it best. No one's saying you're pretty. It's just colorism, fat phobia, and the other one coming together to like make you this type of person. Yes. But yes. Jasmine and Shanice say a couple things this episode that I think are so like out of pocket. I'm like, nobody said anything. The first one was when Phil was hitting on but also mocking Jordan. And she snapped and, like, was doing this mockery line about, like, I'm so pretty. And everyone just thinks I'm so pretty and so cute and da-da-da. And she went off. And it was weird because, like, no one – girl, what? Like, what is going on? Like, Mm -hmm. just real strange. Mm -hmm. And then Shanice, when Alex was, like, Shanice, boundary, she goes, I'm 5'7 and 120 pounds. Like, what am I going to do? And I think there's really something interesting of, like, there's no shame in being beautiful, And I feel like Jordan and Shanice are like, oh, I'm so beautiful. And this is a core piece of my identity. And this, they know that it leverages power and Mm -hmm. the way that they wield it in this house is strange. Mm -hmm. Like they've never been seen as anything other than bodies. And I feel like those two instances really supported that because the lines were, it was weird. I was like, why would you say that? There's
2: no depth. Like- Like what? It's so shallow. It was. Yeah. And they're beautiful, but like, come on. We live in an
0: age where so many people can become beautiful. Like beauty is so manufactured. That's right. Woo. Okay. So (laughs) I'll leave that there. The next thing I wanted to bring up was that Alex believes that he is sapiosexual. What does this that is mean? Sorry, piece.
2: explain this to me. What does this mean?
0: Sapiosexual, yeah. You're only like you need to be attracted to someone intellectually before you seek like physical attraction, sexual attraction. And my grievance, and this I'm not I'm not going to jump to conclusions and say this isn't what this man means, but I want to say this. I feel like a lot of straight men use sapiosexual as like misogyny against women. To say Absolutely. like, oh, well, most women are not smart enough, but they're not truly sapiosexual because they're they're heterosexual. They're not seeking minds from like non-binary and other men. You're literally just wanting women to perform to an intellectual standard that's interesting to you. Interesting to you, not right, interesting right. as an in intellectual. Right. So that was when I was like, if you don't shut up in this car full of lies, car full of lies, the whole mm-hmm. car lies. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Then my last man that I want to clock today, y'all, I'm embarrassed because I spoke on Amir positively last week, and I need to tell you that was foolish and goofy and wrong. Amir is a villain. Yeah. Starting from the top, him, I'm going to start with the boobs. Him bringing up Shanice's boobs in that car full of men, that car full of heterosexual men, in a house full of sexual competitiveness that y'all want the attention of these women so badly. What did you, what did you bring that up for? You know that Nick is jonesing for any woman's intention, but Shanice, because he's not winning Jordan over. Right. What was the point of that? Why would you do that with conservative Silas in the car? Because you know, he hates Jasmine's friends.
2: Right. Right. It's just, again, it adds adds to this, like this whole thing is coming off the rails. Like it's such chaos,
0: such chaos. Absolute chaos. Absolute chaos. The next grievance is that he kicked off the entire laundry gate and didn't own up to Ugh. it all and then Ugh. had the nerve to go say goodbye to Mariah in her room like it's it's above me now when this whole thing was because of him I'm disgust just disg- I cannot emphasize readers how repulsed I am by people who can't speak up in the moment you mm. let it get that out of hand and you held up your hand oh I tried to speak up but it was just a, it was too far gone yeah because you didn't come in for it Every single one of the men were sitting in the other room. And I'm not saying that men need to come into fights when it's too feminine or like women fighting, but go to hell. Then right. the last thing is Amir saying that he doesn't know about black history because of the history books and because he lives in Texas. I, I want to own the truth that history books in this country are, have absolutely very little depth particularly about Black history Absolutely. and other marginalized identities. Mm-hmm. But Texas? Ah, reader, reader, I'm holding the mic with two hands like I'm Tina Turner, rest in power, performing live the slow part of Proud Mary, like when she says we want to do it nice and rough. I can't believe! <laughs> are you out of your damn mind? Texas? Texas! For Black folks has so much history? Are you out of your mind? And Are you out of your mind? Y'all are, it just feels anti-Black the way he said that to be like, and I I don't know because of history. Okay, I can can hear that. But for you to say you don't know Black history and you live in Texas. I also lived in Texas. I lived in Texas and I, Texas Slay, I love her. But I also, I'm a Black person who thinks it is so important to uplift the narrative that Black people live all over the country. People are constantly like, Black people don't live in the Midwest. Yes, we do. We live everywhere. We live everywhere in this country. And it is so dangerous when we perpetrate this this narrative that Black history is limited to three spaces, Mobile, Martha's Vineyard, and Atlanta in 2019. That doesn't work. It's raggedy. It's raggedy, and it's tired, and it's raggedy, and it's a bold-faced lie, and I'm sick of it. I'm so tired of this man. Get this man away from me. And he's 5'7". I'm
2: going to open the floor for you all. Okay, auditeers, this is a weird interruption, but we had some technical difficulties on the rest of this podcast episode, and we lost Jasmine's audio forever. So you've gotten to hear the recap, you've gotten to hear some of Kila's audible moments, and now I'm going to recap Jasmine's auditable moments for us so that we have all of the content and we can move the hell on into season well, season two, episode four of Summer House. So here's what Jasmine did say before it was lost to posterity. Her auditable moments, her themes were the house meeting that happened that we described was a Lord of the Fly situation. Silas is controlling. We don't understand why there is voting happening in a vacation house. Uh, Jasmine sucks for not defending Mariah. Hashtag justice for Mariah. And I'll tell you that all three of us agreed on this vehemently, that Mariah was done dirty, that she did not actually even push Bria, and that it was a madness that they decided to vote her out of the house. This thing spun out of control immediately. Another auditable moment. Amir not admitting to putting the dog clothes in the house. A thousand exclamation points after this. So Jasmine was also over the moon angry that Amir... Did not interrupt this, and that this was complete villain villain behavior. Um, specifically, consoling Bria and Mariah, knowing that it was him, it was his fault that like he didn't seem to have a care in the world about going to console them, um, and also like very confused about why Bria didn't just say I didn't do that. Instead, she immediately bit back and wasn't like didn't didn't defend herself or clarify that she didn't actually do it. I wish Jasmine's audio had saved because she talks a lot about Shanice's checkered past. And I'll tell you all that uh, Keela and I received a lot of text messages from Jasmine. She was going deep into some of the screen grabs and the DMs and the things about Shanice uh, and and how she was, I'm using air quotes, stalking her ex-boyfriend. A lot of things out there on the internets. uh, And really, Shanice doesn't deny it she pretty much says yeah sort of did it Uh, but some of the stuff that's posted is kind of wild like ordering him Domino's pizza on the hour every hour setting up OnlyFans and then messaging him as himself from the OnlyFans like it goes it gets wild it goes deep Um, Alex initially rubbed me the wrong way when he was acting standoffish with Shanice until I read the IG receipts okay again this is from Jasmine these are her notes uh, sending pizza to X's house every day, creating an OnlyFans account for him and contacting his employers at HBO. The list goes on and on. So all eyes on this Shanice drama as it unfolds. And then uh, we did end the episode as it was recorded with a conversation about this free drink situation um, and Jasmine and Silas's relationship. And I'll say again, I'm, I'm really bummed that this got deleted. Um, but there was some dissent of betwixt the three of us how we would handle this, uh, in what situations we would take free drinks as single people, as married people, as partnered people. Um, and, you know, I think that varying degrees of of whether or not that's a big deal. I can say from this is Bryn now, from Bryn's perspective as a married woman, um, and in with a very non-controlling <laughs> and non uh, micromanaging partner. I I still wouldn't take, also someone who doesn't drink, but still I wouldn't take a drink from someone. It's just like invites a whole mess that I just wouldn't want to deal with. I would be real nice and say, Oh, thanks. But no, thanks. That's okay. Um, but you know, then Jasmine and Keila threw like 37,000 different situations at me and, and a couple of them like, well, yeah, I'm not going to return like a shot if they buy a group, a round of shots. So anyway, a lot of different situations and nuances over how and when and if to accept free drinks. The end of the day, consensus survey says that Jasmine and Silas are in a fucked up relationship and – probably didn't know each other too well before they got married because they got together during the pandemic. And, and that's maybe a weird time. Um, not a full picture of a person during that time. Jasmine's hero was Milo, the dog. I have a feeling that's going to be her hero for the, for the remainder. Milo, the dog is her number one and her villain, uh, was Amir. I think Kila's villain was Amir too. Um, and, my villain was not Amir, but now I don't, maybe Jasmine again because she's driving me nuts with her little sayings and her affirmations and things. So anyway, this is an anticlimactic way to wrap up the episode. Just trust and believe that we had an amazing conversation unpacking all of these things, but we are doing this in real time. We want to move forward. We can't look back. And so As inelegant as it is, this was our solution. We're just going to wrap it up now, and we're going to move on to the next episode because there's so much more drama to get into. Check us out on Instagram at the Pop Culture Audit, uh, and certainly keep listening. Share our podcast, rate and review us, do all those things. Bye.